I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. We're featuring today someone who just made news last week at PV America. I'm on the phone with Rob Threlkeld, Renewable Energy Manager for General Motors, and GM last week announced that they were going to be joining the Solar Energy Industry Association, what I personally have called the game changer for solar. Rob, welcome. Thank you, Frank. Glad to be here. Give me a and our listeners uh, sort of a history of how GM got into solar, uh, what encouraged you to join SIA, and what sort of conversations you've had with them. Sure. Well, GM's been actually working with solar and putting it on our rooftops going back to 2005, kind of the early stages of the power purchase agreement uh, arena. And we've since deployed up to a little north of 37 megawatts of uh, rooftop solar and ground-mounted solar installations at our facilities globally. And it seemed, uh, as talking with leadership, you know, we've got some good lessons learned, experiences from an end-user standpoint, that it was the right time to join the Solar Energy Industries Association, or SIA, uh, and to really give more of the end-user perspective versus the manufacturing side. So it seemed like a great time to do it as we look at deploying solar globally across uh, many of our facilities. I, I read somewhere, Rob, that GM currently has solar rays on uh, on uh, most of its plants in the United States, and that they generated enough power to power 800 U.S. homes, and that you have some pretty aggressive plans for 2013. True? Yes, that is true. We are looking at globally uh, putting solar, uh, expanding into China, and some of our international operations uh, being obviously a large global company. We've got a footprint in over 130 countries, so uh, really gives us some ability to uh, to look at all alternatives and, and put solar on as many facilities where we can financially make the uh, business case viable. Now, we know that you, being a such a large consumer of electricity as GM, have good relationships with utilities across the country, and one of the places where solar has struggled is in conversations, having conversations with utilities about how solar energy can fit into their portfolios. What do you think GM can bring to the table to help move that conversation along? Obviously, we are a very large end user of power, so we have constant communications with uh, some of the largest utilities in the country. And I think, you know, leveraging that uh, ability, uh, obviously, because the electric vehicle is another very strong point that I think utilities are very interested in getting engaged and understanding uh, about the impacts on the grid. And I think where you get into our solar charging electric vehicle canopies, uh, that kind of helps kind of bridge the gap. You bring solar, the electric vehicle together as one package. Uh, that really allows us to uh, to work with the utilities and engage them on both renewable energy and the electric vehicle side. Uh, when you look at OnStar, uh, obviously there's the it's been announced through our subsidiary OnStar, the Pekin Street project, uh, which is really uh, in Austin, Texas, that is got pretty high count, um, density of volts that are talking to the grid, and it's kind of a smart grid test bed, you could say, uh, that also includes renewable energy on the home. So it's the ability to how and when do you charge your vehicle, whether you want to charge it with renewable energy, and at what time of day do you want to charge it, so it brings an additional value to the consumer. Did I hear also that at your plant, a lot of your plants, you actually have solar canopies installed already so that your employees can charge their electric cars at work? Yeah, we've got uh, nine facilities currently in the United States well, and one in China, Shanghai, at our headquarters there, that have electric vehicle solar charging canopies uh, for our employees to use, or visitors for that matter. In our conversation, we've discovered what 
GM can bring to Sia, and certainly the name GM itself brings a lot of heft and credibility to Sia. What does Sia bring to you? I think it really brings a broad audience that are inter- that are you know, obviously in the solar industry and the abilities to kind of look at how do we work together as a team, as you mentioned earlier, with the utilities. Uh, and engage them to allow, you know, the biggest thing being on the East Coast and talking with some of the ones that were there, you know, when Hurricane Sandy came by and they had solar systems, but they couldn't power their homes with them when they were without power. So I think there's some stuff that GM can bring, you know, on battery side with the Volt, the electric vehicles, and what the solar industry can bring uh, are some of their challenges as well, and I think the electric vehicle can be a good bridge uh, in that area. Do you ever see GM building solar panels themselves? I mean, we've, we've seen other companies come in and leave GE, sharp, all of that. Do you ever foresee a, a time in the future where GM would be manufacturing solar cells? Now, I would highly doubt that. I think you know we're going to be focused designing, building, and selling the world's best vehicles, uh, and that's basically where our capital is spent. So uh, I would not see that in the foreseeable or even probably the distant future. Uh, one of the things, the other things that, that you and I have talked about uh, is GM's consumer outreach program. Obviously, you have far more touch points in GM with the consumer than SIA does or even some of the bigger players that are solar specific. So tell me how solar installers and SIA can help use the community outreach. Describe the community outreach for me first of all and tell me how you feel that can help um, get the message out about solar. I think, and even talking with Roan Resch, you know, it really comes to the education. And where we've got, you know, a manufacturing presence, say an assembly plant, we've got 5,000 employees, which are basically 5,000 stewards that can go out into the community and really educate, you know, on renewable energy and solar and how it can be done and work in areas where you may not have as much sun, you know, in Michigan, per se. Uh, And the other basic approach, I would say, even comes to the marketing side of the vehicle because you will find on all Chevy products, an ecologic label that basically says what sustainable manufacturing practices went into actually making that vehicle, whether it's landfill-free, it's got recycled content, was built with the use of renewable energy such as solar. And I think you start seeing that and get it educated, get it more mainstream where we touch, you know, multi-millions of of consumers a year who buy our products uh, as a way to really – to show not only based in the community where we've got our facilities, but also with the vehicles that we manufacture and sell. Again, you and I talked at PV America. You also mentioned that you went and visited your son's classroom to sort of educate them about solar. Can you tell me a little bit about what that was like? Yeah, and part of our uh, corporate sustainability report, and it's in there, is community outreach. And one thing that I did last year was, uh, was their career day, even in second grade, uh, where they brought various folks in, parents in, and I was one of the ones that was chosen and brought a solar panel in myself uh, and really kind of did a little education around solar and electricity. It's amazing how many of them already knew what the solar panel was when I brought it in. They were excited to see it. But then a lot of them were really engaged that they can charge their iPads with it. So you can see they're already thinking about, hey, solar energy, I can charge certain things. Obviously, there's the battery component of that, and then they can use it at free will. So it was very interesting, very, uh, you know, I got every second grade class too, so there was multiple second grade classes that went through uh, what I gave, and they were extremely engaged and very interested. So at Solar Power International last year in Orlando, uh, the keynote speaker was, was President Bill Clinton, and he was talking about the solar needs to do a better job of telling its story to the American people, and that they need some high-profile advocates. Uh, clearly, GM, um, by its 
relationship with Sia is now probably the most visible proponent for solar that we have in the industry right now. Would you consider encouraging other companies like yourself to, to join C and get involved on our side of the industry as opposed to just being consumers? Oh, oh yes. And, you know, we've got many, you know, we have a huge supply base and we meet with our suppliers all the time. And we've had some, you know, interested in discussions with some of our suppliers about solar and renewable energy. So I think, you know, as we educate and then show them how they can potentially do some of this, it'll only bring more industries. And these suppliers aren't just you know, the small suppliers, they're all the way up to the large suppliers. We run the whole realm uh, when you look at our supply base. So, I, yes, definitely, uh, you know, as we uh, work in engagement, uh, there will be that interest, uh, and there is interest in our supply base uh, to join and support these types of initiatives. If people wanted to find out more about GM's commitment to solar and its commitment to renewable energy in general, Rob, where would they go to find that information? Yes, we publish our corporate sustainability report annually, and you can go to www.gmsustainability.com for all that information. We've been speaking with Rob Thrillkell, the Renewable Energy Manager for General Motors, who last week announced that they were going to join the Solar Energies Industry Association. I have called that potential game changer for solar, and I think all of the information that Rob gave us today only goes to support that contention. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Frank. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World. Until next time.